Welcome to the Healthy Lifestyles Podcast, located here in Northwest Phoenix, Glendale, and Peoria. My name is Dr. Nick Hunter. I am your host, and I am a doctor of physical therapy, and I own and operate Preferred Physical Therapy, where we have helped hundreds of people aged 40 plus stay active and independent, live free from painkillers, and avoid surgery, even if they've had pain for years. This podcast is intended to help you make better decisions about your health so you can find joy in the journey by bringing together top healthcare providers, fitness experts, and nutritionists in the area to give you knowledge and confidence needed to make good health decisions. Thank you for joining us today. Today we're talking about tendonitis and why resting it actually makes it worse. I want to discuss first though what is tendonitis, how do you treat it, and then how do you prevent it? Recently in our clinic in Glendale, we've had a few come in, a few cases of tendonitis come in, and they've had three things in common. There's weakness in the muscle, lots of muscle tension in and around that joint area, and they have a history of doing repeated activities, I meaning doing the same thing over and over, whether that's at work or whether that's in some kind of sport or recreational activity. And all these affect each other and will cause the other to get worse. A weak muscle puts a lot of pressure on the surrounding muscles and a lot of pressure on the joint. This then causes more increased tension in the muscle itself and as a result, other muscles around it have to work harder in order to overcome that tension. It's kind of like a chain link. And so what is tendonitis? It's a very complex uh, word to say, but the, in reality a tendon is, and tendonitis is very simple. Tendons function to connect muscle to bone. And so, in effect, they are the tissue that is responsible, a, u- a unique compound of tissue that's responsible to then link contractile force-generating tissue called muscles into very rigid, non-movable tissues called bones. So those, those are how we're able to get the lever and pulley effect of muscles to bones and joints. Tendonitis is an overuse injury making it chronic in nature. Oftentimes my clients will say that they feel it building up slowly over time, like it starts out with a little bit of pain, but then as it goes on it tends to get worse. This pain that's felt is because the tendons become irritated and inflamed and this irritation becomes worse and eventually every time that muscle is used it gets worse. So if you're suffering from a condition called tennis elbow, which is a pain over the outside of the elbow, anytime you move or grip your wrist that's a sign or a a tendonitis type injury. Same with what we get in our Achilles area, we get it over our knee, we get it in our shoulders. Anytime we have an area where a tendon goes into a a joint where there can be some friction or rubbing, we have an opportunity for tendonitis and, and those are the most popular areas. And this happens because there is a biomechanical imbalance that cause muscles to do too much or to do a different job than what it's designed for. This imbalance also causes the tendons to work in a different path, causing that irritation or inflammation. Now when I say that the muscles are working in a different path, what you should be hearing is that because we have either muscle tension or muscle restrictions, maybe even have some joint restrictions, the joint is stiff or arthritic, that now that muscle and tendon is not able to move through the range of motion or in the pattern of movement that is necessary. And because it's altered, it then pulls different vectors of tension, different angles of tension across that joint. And as different angles of tension pull across that joint, 
there's increased friction or rubbing that can accelerate or increase the amount of breakdown that's occurring over that joint. And that's how you get tendonitis. Often why we get it in areas like our shoulder, our elbow, or our ankles and our knees is because very high impact, uh, very high force, high load type areas, but also areas that we, we tend to do activities repeatedly again and again over time. Just recently we saw one of our patients who came to us after surgery, after having Achilles tendon repair because his, his tour, he told me that at first his Achilles was having a little bit of pain, a little bit of an ache, didn't think of anything of it and was kind of doing the, the resting it or modified activity approach or wasn't trying to do too much with it, but it was kind of, it was constantly aching, constantly there until one time he stepped off the back of his truck and stepped down from that, from that ledge and felt like somebody hit him in the back of the leg with a baseball bat. And as he looked around trying to find who did it, he realized no one was there and his Achilles tendon ruptured. Uh, that's very, very common. You have an Achilles tendon rupture that started just from a, a little bit of a tendonitis or tendinopathy type presentation where we get a little bit of this irritation over time that stays because we don't deal with it appropriately. And then it weakens that tendon. We put it under a high load very quickly, like stepping off the back of a truck and then boom, we get that tendon to tear. Uh, very uncomfortable. And so tendonitis and tendons in general, how do you treat them? Tendons work under the concentric or shortening phase of a muscle contraction. They also work over an eccentric phase of the contraction, which is a lengthening phase. And the easiest way to describe this or understand it is if I'm doing a bicep curl and I'm working my arm, when I pull my arm towards my face and curl up, that bicep muscle is concentrically contracting, meaning it's shortening. Now, same thing, if I were to control my arm going back down to a straightened position, that's called an eccentric lengthening or contraction, uh, an eccentric load. The muscle is still contracting and controlling that movement downward, but the muscle is lengthening over the course of that tension instead of shortening. And tendons and muscles are working in both capacities. Now what we are noticing is that the tendons are working under a more load or more strain under an eccentric phase. Uh, so another example would be the eccentric phase for a tennis backhand is more when you receive when you receive the ball into the racket, there's a lengthening, there's a lengthening effect over the wrist until you then hit the ball and then work into a concentric or shortening phase of that contraction. Taking time out of those activities like golf, pickleball, or tennis, or even running, whatever the, what you might be doing, can help calm down that initial irritation. But this creates space, and, and then what you need to do is then create space for cross-training and resistance training to help keep the activity load-balanced over multiple muscle groups in order to help heal that tendon and muscle area. We call it the musculotendinous junction and we call the osseous tendinous junctions, which is where the, the tendon meets the bone. And often in a tendonitis type problem, the issue is where the tendon meets the bone versus where the tendon meets the muscle. Now tendonitis is important that you warm up appropriately. Tendonitis is a warm injury, meaning that it's, it's hot, irritated, and inflamed, so icing is a better approach to do so while resting. This allows the tendon to cool down, it keeps some of the inflammation and heat out of there, and reduces some of the pain that you might be feeling initially. Physical therapy can also help 
especially to reduce any kind of swelling in the tendon and release tensions in the surrounding muscles. So in the calf, <clears throat> all the muscles in the back of the leg, the calf, but also the one lower that called the, called the soleus, which is the one uh, responsible for a lot of power generation. All those muscles that help taper down into the Achilles tendon are important to help loosen and relax, as well as the plantar fascia on the bottom of the foot. And then you want to strengthen muscles on the front of the leg, like the, the, post, the uh, anterior tib muscle, and then the hamstring, all to help relieve or unload the Achilles tendon. Doing this allows the muscle of the Achilles tendon, like your gastroc, your, your calf muscle, and your soleus muscle, to go back to the normal position that they were designed to be in and then operate in so that there's not as much unnecessary load or strain across that tendon. It's kind of an active recovery or an active rest where we're able to work and engage muscles around that area to reduce pain, but then allow the painful site and the injury site to rest and recover. Strengthening the area and the tendon itself then becomes absolutely vital. And when we strengthen the injured site, we want to strengthen through an eccentric phase. The eccentric or lengthening phase is extremely important because under that, that increased tensile load, we're able to help align the scar tissue in the proper arrangement to give it that elastic property, their elastic support while it's in its proper longitudinal arrangement. Scar tissue is a funny thing because as our body's going through a remodeling phase or an injury phase, a recovery phase, scar tissue comes in and just dumps down all the materials in that site. And then it's our body's job to, to help move and arrange that scar tissue in its most appropriate alignment or arrangement. Now, we had a whole bunch of issues in the past where we would want to cast everything or immobilize everything. What we're noticing now is we want to immobilize as little as possible. Unless it's dangerous or unhealthy to that area to allow some movement in it, then they'll immobilize it. But for the most part, we want to get you in a removable cast or after surgery, get you in a removable brace so that we can work effectively and safely movements of that joint that's been repaired so that we can continue the conditioning of that remodeling or continue the conditioning of that scar tissue so it can remodel appropriately and become as close to that native tissue as possible. Scar tissue itself is not a problem. It's how it's remodeled that is. The training phase of any kind of return to sport or return to activity after a tendonitis typically lasts at least four weeks. It's rare that a tendonitis or tendinopathy type injury recovery will be quicker than four weeks. You might have some reduction in pain, but as far as a return to prior function or return to pre-injury function, you're looking at at least four weeks. That's typically how long it takes that scar tissue to remodel, the strengthening of the, of the muscle and the tendon to improve, as well as the, the pain to come out. Usually, usually we're looking at a, at a four to eight week time frame. Most folks will wait too long to come in, let the pain linger a little bit longer. Once they've decided that the resting and the ibuprofen and the icing is no longer working, that's usually when they come to us. And it's typically eight weeks to, to four months late, in all honesty. Folks who come to us right away, my, these are my favorite. Folks who come to us right away when it first starts hurting, those are the ones that recover the fastest, get back to their sport, back to their their activity, work, whatever it might be, the fastest because they're so quick to get it taken care of. So many people will suffer with tennis elbow for far too long because they keep thinking it's going to go away. It's going to go away. It came away, It came on very suddenly. It should go away very suddenly. And the reality is it, it just doesn't. It lingers and lingers and lingers. And if you wait too long to get it taken care of, those are the folks who often 
need injections, and then they need surgery. And that's something very easily, very easily to prevent if you deal with it appropriately. And doing so with a proper exercising or eccentric remodeling program is the best way to do it. Anyway, thank you for tuning in to today's Healthy Lifestyles podcast. Hope you found this helpful. If you know anyone who's currently suffering with any kind of overuse or tendonitis type injury, please forward them this podcast and let them know that they can get help. Have a great day. Preferred Physical Therapy and the guests on this show does not recommend, endorse, or make any representation about the efficacy, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, products, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, healthcare providers, or other information that may be contained on or available through this content. Preferred Physical Therapy and the guests on this show are not responsible nor liable for any advice, course of treatment, diagnosis, or any other information, services, or products that you obtained through this audio recording. For specific information regarding your case, please consult a licensed professional in your area.